Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now, you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. This is Louis Gomert sitting in for Sean Hannity, the Sean Hannity Show, and we're going to get right to it. Uh, we have Mark Morgan, the former acting custom and border patrol commissioner, uh, and Heritage Visiting Fellow. We've got Tom Homan, former acting ICE director and Heritage Visiting Fellow. And I hope that this doesn't destroy their credibility, but they're also friends of mine. Uh, I don't know if they'll admit that on national radio, but uh, I think the world of these guys, and that's demonstrated where when we get together, we're giving each other a hard time and not cutting each other any slack. But these are guys, they know about the border. They know about uh, border security, and they've seen it work, and they've seen it not work. Uh, Mark, Tom, welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. Thanks for having me. You know what? I'm proud to call you a friend, Louie. Oh, good. Wow. On on national radio. I'm thrilled. Well, look, guys, uh, so you saw the big news. The Supreme Court is saying uh, we're going to hold Title 42 in place. But, Mark, I was just seeing an article where you made the outrageous statement that, gee, the Biden administration hadn't been enforcing it anyway. That's right, Louis. There's two important things. With or without Title 42, we are and have been in the midst of the worst catastrophic self-inflicted border security crisis in our lifetime. The past two years, again, with Title 42 in place, we've seen over 6 million encounters and gotaways. A part of that 6 million, again, historic highs, uh, 1.2 million gotaways. Among the gotaways are criminals, uh, national security threats. We know that we've had unprecedented number of drugs uh, getting across the border, not being seized, killing Americans every single day. We could go on and on. So make no mistake, even if Title 42 
stays in place, we are still in the midst of an unmitigated catastrophe along our southwest border. And the second thing that I'll say to this is Title 42 is not a border security tool, authority, or policy. It's not. It's a public health policy. And so that's why I'm so infuriated, with all due respect, that the, the, the Republicans participated in the passage of the omnibus bill that all it did was throw millions more a couple of billion at DHS, not to secure the border, but to continue to just cover up the crisis they've created. Yeah, and one of the things that some of us found before the vote, and we were pointing out to others, you've got sections there of money going for border security and to hire uh, more agents, but then it was a provision that specifically said this money cannot be used to secure the border. I mean, it, it, it's so outrageous what they are doing. Uh, Tom, you heard Mark. What are your thoughts on this? Well, me and Mark are 100% agreement. And Title 42, we got to remember, Title 42 was not a game changer. Title 42 certainly helps Border Patrol. And now standing in place, it will help them a little bit more. Because if they would have lifted it, there would have been more of crossing the border. And, you know, 70, 80, 90% of agents are already off the line dealing with this crisis processing people. So they would have pulled more agents off the line, which means more fat gets in here that kills Americans, more sex trafficking women and children, uh, it's more vulnerable to known suspected terrorists when there's nobody patrolling the border. But to be clear, Title 42 under President Trump and, and, and Marcus, they removed, you know, over 80% of everybody. Under under Biden, if you look at the data in the CBP website, they've actually released more people into the U.S. than they returned under Title 42. And I've said for weeks, I'm sick and tired of the secretaries in, in saying, you know, it's a court decision, it's, just, it's a CDC thing. Yeah, I get it. But if you really want to secure the border, Mr. Secretary, the federal courts have said the remain in Mexico is legal. You can, you can re-implement that today. And that was a game changer in the Trump administration. If you really want to get the border patrol relief, if you really want to secure the border, like you keep saying you want to do, prove it. Put the remain of Mexico back in. Well, you got Mayorkas that says, uh, no, it's already secured. We've secured the border. We had a caller a while ago from uh, Amarillo, Texas, saying, we got drug cartels set up up here in the panhandle of Texas. Uh, isn't that... Uh, appropriate to understand that there are cartels that are setting up in cities all over the country yeah Lou, Lou, Sorry, what, you're at, mark answer that yeah, yeah sorry, Tom, didn't mean to cut it. Yeah, so, Lou, you're absolutely right. That's one of the, the, the false narratives that this administration and open border advocates are just simply lying to the American people about. The Mexican cartels don't just operate in Mexico, and they don't even operate in the entire Western Hemisphere. Well, they do, but that's not it. They're also in the United States. Uh, that's how they're able to uh, fulfill their criminal uh, operation is because they do have an extension and they operate in the United States. And, look, the secretary you mentioned, this is why I call Secretary Marcos the most dangerous man in this uh, in the Biden administration, because not only is he the chief architect of the current dangerous and deadly open border policies, but he's lying to the American people. I mean, look, when he tells the American people that our borders secure and, and that our borders are closed, I think the American people can see with their own eyes. All you have to look at is, is a couple of statistics. One, 1.2 million gotaways. 
Those are illegal aliens because, as Tom said, 70, 80, 90 percent of Border Patrol resources are pulled off the line. They're relegated to being a federal travel agency. Yep. They process millions of illegal aliens. And what happens to the gotaways? That's where criminals are getting through potential national security threats and drugs. No, Mr. Secretary, you're lying to the American people. Our borders are not closed. Yeah, well, Tom... Uh, on that saying, I'm disappointed, I'm disgusted with the 18 Republican senators that voted for the omnibus bill, because many of them have been down to the border doing their dog and pony shows, saying, hey, this is a terrible thing, we got to do something about it. the Biden administration is reckless, and we got more fentanyl and, 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 and gang members and criminals coming across the border, and this administration is doing nothing. Why no 18 Republican senators that did nothing? Because they voted for the omnibus bill that didn't give a single dollar to border security. Well, not only that, it gave up our leverage to try to force the administration to do something about it. But And I know, you know, we've talked about it individually before about uh, Article 4, Section 4. The United States government guarantees that they'll protect uh, the states, each state, from invasion and I know y'all know your history back 1916 when uh, Pancho Villa came across with some folks uh, around New Mexico and there were Americans killed. Heck, that was dozens, as I understand it. And yet you've got millions. And I don't know of any specific definition on what an invasion is, but it's got to be somewhere short of a million. And you guys are talking about millions not just a million but millions of people just since biden has been in office uh i i've been advocated see what you think i i've been advocating that uh since they didn't keep their guarantee and yes we know the supreme court has said only the federal government can enforce the immigration laws but when it comes to an invasion every state should have the right to stop it our our governor in Texas, Governor Abbott, has declared an invasion. He's got National Guards. But the trouble that I see is once somebody gets across the border and puts their feet on U.S. soil, now they're U.S. Now they're US immigrants. They're, and they, they get to be heard on whether they're claiming asylum and all that stuff. And the federal government has that responsibility. I think that a state has the obligation and the right to say you are not crossing into our state we'll use non-lethal means but you are not going to step foot on our soil what do you think yeah look, yeah so, so thanks tom look lou you're absolutely right and tom again i think we're tracking on this i think it's let's be clear and and, and i've said this i'm going to continue to say this Governor Abbott has done more than any other governor in this country to fill the void left by this administration's abdication of the constitutional responsibility that you just described to protect the state from threats from outside our borders. This administration has failed the constitutional duty. Now, in the Constitution, as you just described, there is a self, there's a state self-help remedy when the federal government fails to protect the state. And that's what Governor Abbott has done. He's availed himself. And look, it's not just an invasion of the millions of actual illegal aliens. This is being driven by the cartels. So it's right. a declaration of war against the cartels. And it's not just an invasion of people. It's an invasion of criminals, as Tom said. It's that's an invasion right. of drugs. It's an invasion of potential national security threats. That's what the governor has done. 
the, the one thing that, that he hasn't done that you described, look, USB Arizona is very clear, as you stated. States cannot enforce federal immigration law. But when the governor declares an invasion under the constitutional self-help remedy, he's not enforcing uh, federal immigration law. He's actually taking the steps necessary to protect his state or her state from an invasion. Mm-hmm. And that means what he needs to do, the one thing he hasn't done yet, is detain and remove illegal aliens. Once he starts removing, and as you said, prevent them from illegally entering, you're going to see the numbers go down. Now, look, there, there's a very real issue about potential personal liability attaching, attaching to the to the guardsmen or the troopers that do this. I know they're working through that right now, but until the governor does, as you said, prevent them from uh, entering and removing, this crisis is going to continue. Yeah. Tom? I agree with Mark 100%. And Mark's actually worked a lot with uh, a fair in this issue. And I know Mark's met with uh, the Texas AG and, and a few others. And, uh, you know, Carrie Lake was going to do it. Matter of fact, yep. I went out and met with Carrie Lake before the election. I gave her my commitment that me and Mark would both go out there and, and run the, and run it for her. We, you know, with his experience and my experience, we said, look, we'll work with your DPS. We'll work with your National Guard. And we'll help you enforce laws on your southern border. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, you know, she's not declared the winner. So, uh, and, you know, Katie Hobbs would never do it. But look, you know, right. bottom line is this, now that we got the House, now the Republicans got the House, they need to have oversight hearings. They need to impeach my orchestra. I'm not backing off that. They need to impeach my orchestra on day one. At a minimum, they need to have oversight hearings. Because, you know, Louis, if they subpoena the right people, if they subpoena the right information, and me and Mark stand ready, we'll be witness one and two. We'll show them and tell them where to get the information they're looking for because we've been around a while. If they subpoena the right people, subpoena the right information, there's going to be a lot of damning information about Secretary Mayorkas and these NGOs that are conspiring with them. And you got, what, 24 Democrats running for re-election in 2024. Once they hear the evidence that they cannot deny, they got to pick a side because they're up for a tough re-election. So I'm hoping when they're presented with the evidence they can't ignore, then they'll be on our side on securing that border or they're going to risk re-election. Well, I keep thinking that, but uh, the evidence is overwhelming, and yet they are still sticking their head somewhere where they don't see what's going on. By the way, I've wondered, uh, by the way, Joe Biden has acted as president. Do we have any clues about where the hair he got transplanted on top of his head may have come from? Well, it's just a thought. But anyway, you guys, uh, one quick question, too. Uh, it, it's clear that when you release these people that are illegally immigrating and say, come back in four years, they don't come back. And what I have thought we should do, and you guys would know firsthand, if we put immigration judges on the border, whether it's in tents or whatever we got to do, and say, you're not leaving this area until you have your hearing, and let's get those people their immediate hearing at Supreme Court says they get, and 90-something percent of them will be immediately taken across the border after their hearing, right? Yep. Look, that, Louis, look we, we were already doing that. We were doing that under the Trump administration. That was the genesis of the Remain in Mexico program. Gotcha. We pushed all those resources down. We brought judge in via video teleconference. We did it all electronically Wonderful. and virtually, and it was extremely effective. But here's the most important thing. Once we have that system and we were not releasing them in the United States, th- this they quit coming. They, that's exactly exactly like exactly. Twenty twenty, we reduced illegal immigration by eighty five percent. Well, you guys are American heroes. Thank you. The reason it makes sense, Louis, if I could, real quick. Sure. 
The Syracuse University track just did a study. They looked at the rocket docket. All these family units come back, came across since Joe Biden become president. Those that have been adjudicated. 93% lost your case were ordered removed. Right. Only 7%. And yep. How many of those ordered removed that 90, 93% have left the country? How many have ICE arrested? Zero. Zero. Wow. Well, guys, thank you for coming on. Thank you for shedding light. Thanks for being American heroes. Uh, this is the Sean Hannity Show. This is Louis Gomert sitting in. Thanks to Mark Morgan and Tom Homan. They are heroes. We'll be right back. This is uh, Louis Gomert sitting in for Sean Hannity, the Sean Hannity Show. And let's go to Preston in Alabama. What's on your mind, Preston? we got about a minute or so. Yeah. yeah, I got just just real frustrated, old jarhead. I'm just going to ask the question: What difference does it make anyway? Bill got in trouble, was impeached. Nothing ever happened. Hillary killed a bunch of uh, military men, got in trouble. Nothing ever happened. The FBI, DOJ, lied up and down, backwards about Trump. Nothing ever happened. We know Hunter and and old Joe have been involved in as many crooked things as you could possibly imagine. Nothing ever happened. What are we? Why are we doing the dog and pony show when we know nothing's going to happen? Well, that's just it. If we don't start making things happen for the injustices being created by the other side, then this country is done. We and and I'm not giving up hope, Preston. Uh, we have got to do that, and uh, that's going to start. It. We actually need to bring in some judges to have them testify, subpoena them to the Judiciary Committee in the House because it's controlled by Republicans beginning January 3rd. And uh, let's start asking those those kind of questions. Why are they acting unconstitutionally? Why do they believe in punishing in pretrial confinement, even though that's unconstitutional? Why have these people gotten away with things we need to bring in lots of people to have them testify show accountability we can't give up hope preston we just can't we got to keep pushing this is louis gomert in for sean hannity the sean hannity show all right are you tired of overpaying woke wireless companies how about this you get talk and text and blazing fast data for just 30 bucks a month. Yep, on the same exact network, the same cell towers, the same 5G network as the big carriers like Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. And how's that for saying uh, half the price, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, hallelujah. You can save money, especially in these tough economic times. Look, that's what Pure Talk is all about. It's a U.S.-based customer service team you'll be working with. There is no better service in the industry, and it's a veteran-owned business. It's simple to make the switch. Just dial pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword, save now. If you do it now, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Same exact service. Average family saving close to 1000 bucks a year. Some families saving much, much more. Pound 250, keyword, save now from our friends at Pure Talk, and it will only take minutes of your time. You'll hear what everyone really thinks in D.C. This is the Sean Hannity Show. This is the Sean Hannity Show. This is Louis Gomert sitting in for Sean. And uh, I've got a guest with us, uh, Alex Berenson. I hope he doesn't mind my mentioning. He was formerly with the New York Times uh, back 
when there were some reporters at the times that were really trying to dig out for the truth. Um, he has been trying to do that for some years. And uh, I would like to welcome Alex Berenson to the Sean Handy Show. Alex, welcome, man. Thank you for all the work you have done. You've not only done incredible homework, but you have also uh, gone to the courts to uh, get to the truth of the matters, and and particularly with regard to Twitter. And and if if I say this right off, uh, to me, one of as a historian, one of the greatest developments in the history of medicine uh, was this idea of informed consent. That uh, apparently it was only about a hundred years ago that you had a better chance of getting well after seeing a doctor and getting instead of getting worse. And so you look how far we've gone, and this idea that in America you should have informed consent, where a physician, healthcare provider will advise you of the risks inherent to whatever the shot, the procedure, whatever, and then get your agreement. Uh, but that seems to have taken a back seat to the hysteria, as you've called it in, in your book, Pandemia, How Coronavirus Hysteria Took Over Our Government Rights and Lives. Uh, amazing work you've done, Alex, and, and I'm grateful for it. Welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. Well, Congressman, thank you so much for having me. Now, well, tell us, you know, you've gotten discovery through the courts uh in your suit against Twitter, uh, what does that reveal? Let folks know. So, so yeah, so um, I sued Twitter last year um, after Twitter banned me in August 2021 um, for a tweet that uh, about the mRNA vaccines that began, it doesn't stop infection or transmission, which I, which I think <laughs> everyone in the world uh, even Anthony Fauci would agree with at this point. Well, I don't think you could count on Fauci agreeing with anything. At, you know, if that's, it, that's true. He probably but, wouldn't agree yeah. the sky is blue. So, but, right. um, but, Especially if Rand Paul asked him. But otherwise. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, thank you. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, President Biden had said it will stop the transmission. It will stop you from getting it. Most people understand, well, no, that's not actually happening. And you just happened to reveal that inconvenient truth a little too soon for some people. Yes. So, I mean, so, so, so we were in the middle of this argument over whether we needed boosters and whether we needed mandates. And I was pretty forcefully speaking out against both boosters and mandates. And, and by the way, you know, I, I, I said last year in 2021, hey, you know, if you're at high risk for COVID, I, probably getting vaccinated makes sense. I don't think it makes mm-hmm. sense if you're at lower risk, but if you're at high risk, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it probably makes sense for you based on the data that we have. And so, and so, I, w- I was not one of these people who was saying, "Oh, the vaccine is going to turn your blood green and make you, right. you know, jump off a building." I tried to take a measured stance. But when the vaccines began to fail last summer, in the summer of 2021, as they clearly were, and when there was this rush to try to get people to take a third shot which had not been tested really in any meaningful way, I spoke out against that. And, and, and I definitely said, you know what, it is wrong to tell people that they need to do this at the risk of their jobs, at the risk of their education, that you have to choose. You know, if you live in New York State where I did what I did and do, you, you have to choose between going to a restaurant and being vaccinated against your will. 
I, all those things, uh, you know, I thought were very wrong. And so for my, um, you know, for speaking out, I was censored. I was banned from Twitter. I sued Twitter. And in the discovery, which now has been uh, corroborated by what people mm-hmm. call the Twitter files, which is what Elon Musk has released since buying Twitter, right. it, is, it is clear that the Biden administration wanted me off Twitter and pressured Twitter very hard last year in 2021 to push me off. And that, to me, is a violation of my First Amendment rights. I do intend to sue. I've now settled my suit with Twitter, and I'm back on the platform. That was before Elon took over. They had to let me back on because they didn't want to go through discovery and, and it, you know, and sort of admit what was really going on. But so they... They did let me back on, but now I'm going to sue the White House, and I'm going to sue a guy named Andy Slavitt, who um, who was at the White House when this effort to censor me started. And, I, and I'm going to sue Pfizer, too. And the reason I'm going to sue Pfizer is that a board member at Pfizer named Scott Gottlieb, who, was, who used to be the head of the FDA, you know, you sort of talk about the swamp and yeah, yeah. capture. This guy went from the FDA. He quit. Three months later, he joined. Literally three months later, he joined the board of Pfizer. And in August 2021... When Twitter had not yet banned me, although they were under a lot of pressure from the White House to do so, and clearly feeling that pressure, um, he went to Twitter and said, "You got to basically." I mean, we don't. I don't know exactly what he said yet, but he said that my writing was a security risk to Tony Fauci, and yeah. Twitter basically banned me immediately. So all those people, as far as I'm concerned, violated my First Amendment rights, and I'm going to sue them all. And I have something called a Substack, which is a which is an independent right. newsletter platform that very anti-censorship. I've been able to write there, but really being off Twitter for a year at this crucial moment when the vaccines were, you know, being pushed for a third shot and the mandates were being pushed, to me, that's time I'll never get back. And it was an intentional suppression of my right to free speech. Yeah, right. And in fact, thank you for mentioning Substack. Uh, You have the the unreported truths blog on Substack, in addition to being the author of the pandemia but uh well you know you had the worst of all worlds you had uh, the government you had social media and you had big pharma in the form, <laughs> yep. all coming after you so you could have been paranoid but all of those groups really were out to get you right. and and so i i love the fact that you've stood up on this stuff and and coming back again uh look to me people should have the chance to get the vaccination but just tell people what the risks are and let them make that decision here's what the risks are here's what potential benefits are and let's be truthful about those and let people make their own decisions and and that's where the title of your book points out you know that the hysteria allowed the government to combine with social media and uh uh, the corporate world to to silence people. So yes. and, and, and there was a very real. I mean, remember twenty twenty the the hysteria that the media was whipping up. You know, in part to get you know Donald Trump out of right. office because it, it was real. And so then they needed an answer, and they said, "Hey, these vaccines are the answer." And you know, the the worst part was that I mean, the the, the the most ironic part was that for a few months in early 2021, it seemed like the vaccines really were the answer. We had this brief yeah. moment when cases went way down, when deaths went way down. And unfortunately, <laughs> it turned out that, that, that like a lot of pharmaceutical products, 
these these vaccines, and we really shouldn't even call them vaccines because they, they don't confer anything like permanent immunity. These shots only worked for a short period of time, and no one was willing to admit, you know what, like, they're just not what they appeared to be in the clinical trials. And and that became, I think we're still dealing with that. I think, I think the inability to mm-hmm. reckon with the disappointment of the vaccines has pushed us to a really bad place. Well, and your situation also points out, once again, there is a problem with people that have worked officially in the government going to like the Pfizer big pharma board uh, and or and vice versa uh, there is a conflict of interest there that is really a threat to people's constitutional rights and your situation illustrates that about as clearly as, as I've ever seen and in yeah. fact not you wasn't it 2021? I think even National Review, you know, that used to be so solidly conservative, they were coming after you because they said, look, here we've got this vaccination that may allow us to get rid of lockdowns and all these other freedom-taking things. And here's this guy, Berenson, that's out there saying these are bad. Yep, that's right. And, and, and to me, and I say this in pandemia, the answer wasn't to, you know, force vaccines. The answer was just to go back to normal to begin with, because this virus was never, you know, it was never Ebola. It was never HIV. It was always in the, you know, maybe it was worse than the flu. I think we can agree in 2020 it looked yep. worse than the flu. In September 2021, early September 2021, the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, published an op-ed in the New York Times saying we favor vaccine mandates. I mean, this is, this is an organization that has civil liberties in the title. Yeah, this yeah. Is lost, <laughs> exactly. This is how lost we got. Exactly. The right and the yeah. left, they both got lost. Well, and they continue to lose their way, uh, and it's become one-sided. They At one time, they were out for civil liberties, number one, period exclamation point but now uh that it all depends on which side the politics are and what i've appreciated about you you're not as concerned about politics as you are just freedom liberty yep that's right and by the way you know i know you and i don't agree on everything and i sure. i sometimes write things on my subject that makes my readers very angry especially if i write about trump i don't agree with my readers about trump and you know what that's fine that's america like we should be all allowed to express our views and this exactly idea that i said something that should get me banned from twitter is in yeah. and yeah. it's just wrong oh it is and my communications people have been saying for a long time that uh you know, I got shadow banned. I had not been listed as one that was, but they said, you know, my Twitter just went to nothing and that had to have been what happened. But anyway, you have taken a stand and, and for liberty. Look, you know, Jonathan Turley, I think the world of him, Alan Dershowitz, and we disagree on most things political, but I love their concern for liberty, for freedom. And, uh, you know, heck, I was deacon of a Baptist church back in Texas and, some people would say, look, we all got to be of the same opinion. And I would quote a preacher from 1950 before I was even born. He said, if two people agree on everything, one of them unnecessary. Same about Congress. <laughs> same same about any group. If everybody's in agreement, we don't need to have these meetings. But the reason we have the meetings is nobody has a 100% lock 
on complete truth. So we need yep. to discuss these things. We need to hear the different opinions and not try to completely silence one group. So I, I'm grateful for your work. What What would you like for listeners to remember and and what to check out on your that you have done? Sure. So, well, I mean, I'm back on Twitter, so you can follow me at Alex Berenson. And I have this Substack, which, again, it's a newsletter. I write a few times a week, and you can join for free. Most people do join for free. Um, there's also an option to pay, but frankly, I'm happier to have you as a reader whether you pay or not. Uh, and uh, and so that's alexberenson.substack.com. It's called Unreported Truths, as you said. And then the book is Pandemia, which came out last year. And, you know, it's funny. I've gotten some emails from people in the last just few days who said, you know what, I didn't read this when it came out. Um, it was all sort of too fresh but now I'm reading it, and it and it really and it really like puts my life of the last of 2020 and 2021 in context. It helps remind me how crazy things got, and that I wasn't wrong to stand up to that. So I'm really glad to hear from those people. So the book is called Pandemia, but well, uh, but really, really just I, I just just don't stop thinking. We all have to. We all exactly have to be critical. We all have to be critical thinkers about this. Yes. Well, we have got to go to a hard break. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Thanks to Alex Berenson for what he's been doing. And uh, check him out, as he said. We'll be right back with more of the Sean Hannity Show. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Sean Hannity Show. There's Louis Gomer sitting in. We're going to Missouri to Jim. Jim, we got about a minute. Let us know what you think. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm enjoying your show. And I have an observation, and it goes Please. like this. Thanks to our elite universities, uh, evidence-based science has been turned upside down and replaced with political science. And that is not trivial because it reaches every corner of our society and uh, every aspect of science. And political science is the polar opposite of real science. Yep. Political science seeks to dis dissuade, yep. persuade, deceive, and dupe uh, in 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 opposition to all available evidence. Well, especially yeah. when we get away from having people well informed on what the issues are, instead of being deceived. Uh, yeah, great observation, Jim. Uh, obviously, you're from the Show Me State, and thank. You demand to be shown the facts. Uh, more people need to do that. We need more people 
less reliant on the government, do your own homework, and then hold your government accountable. We're going to be right back, and you're going to love who's coming up. This is an FBI whistleblower attorney, and you need to hear what he's got to say. Come right back to Sean Handy Show. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.